My name is Ty Wilson. I've been a musician for the better part of 20 years. Over that time, I have written, covered, and performed in almost every genre, from heavy metal to alt-rock to country music. I've met some amazing people along the way, and today, we're going to talk to one of them. This is Ty Wilson Talks. Happy Friday, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Ty Wilson Talks. This is episode number 13. Uh, before we get started here, I just have one show announcement for this week. Uh, tonight, I will be at uh, Main Street Bar and Grill in Buckhorn from 8 to 11. So uh, hopefully you'll see some familiar faces there. Uh, now into the podcast. Um, I recorded this one with uh, a buddy of mine and my previous personal trainer uh, Tom Maland or Tom the trainer uh, you can go check him out on all those socials at Tom the trainer Instagram Facebook um, he's an amazingly talented intelligent um, personal trainer that helped me out quite a bit a couple of years back and was kind of the basis for um, a lot of how I look at training now so uh, yeah we get into all that stuff in the podcast very knowledgeable, um, and I think this could help a lot of people out. So, anyway, without further ado, here it is, Tom Mouland. So, uh, how, how are we doing yourself. this? So, we're just doing it. It's conversationally, man. We're just going to okay. talk and, and chat about, um, like, your personal training journey. I know that you had, like, injuries that you worked through because of your personal training so i kind of want to touch on that um we'll touch on the new gym we'll touch on um maybe a bit of like what we did in the past but uh but yeah it's free-flowing there's no you know real um manu manufactured like questions or anything like that it's just more like getting to know you uh along with you know what you do and what what the gym is stuff like cool that. so Sweet. i'd like to do i'd like to start maybe podcasting myself so uh maybe when we connect and in the future well, i'll pick your brain a little bit on how to do it myself so 100 percent. yeah, yeah. i can i can set up no problem it's, it's 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 hard for the first until you get the groove down it can be a little daunting but uh i my my workflow is pretty pretty good like pretty straightforward now so i can pop them out within an hour after recording them it's nice that's pretty good. everything's a skill set right and it develops and it gets stronger that's it that's i should it. show you my first infographic oh yeah i think i was around for the first infographic man now look at you you're fucking how many people you got in instagram now 45k 46k 45, or something yeah ridiculous yeah you had like i think 500 or a thousand when we were training together like i i was there for when yeah for for uh for that first little bit so that's crazy two years that you've uh been able to to really boost that yeah it was crazy for a bit it went from so it started off at like 500 i think like you said and then it was just like slowly slowly gaining momentum and it, it's like the same as fitness man like it was literally just like consistency and quality and obviously mm -hmm. as my quality got better my exposure got better right and then i hit like 9k and I found some things that worked really well. And I doubled down on those same as you would in fitness be like, that's right. working more of that. And, uh, and it went from nine K to like, I don't know. It's in my story highlights. It went from like nine K yeah. to like 30 K in like four weeks or something like oh, that. Shit. Like it was nuts. Like it just like in my story highlights, I have some like rocket ships under my growth because right it literally just started exploding just and everybody was sharing my stuff mm -hmm. kind of like networking. You know what I mean? Yeah, everybody almost. was sharing my graphics and that, and it just blew up and I was like, Whoa. And then the algorithm changed and it's much harder to grow now. So I just fortunately did it at a time where it was a little bit easier. Yeah. And I got to change my tune. Like the algorithm on Instagram is now going more video based. Right. 
and I'm seeing that it's like my graphics aren't getting the same exposure as they used to. And I'm actually losing a few, a few, like I'm losing about a hundred followers a week right now. It's like, what was working is not working anymore. And I got to be willing to pivot. Yeah. But I don't want to be that guy doing the real, who's like pointing at words (laughs) You know, you've seen them, you're not, right? You're not, you're not going to become a TikTok star? Are you oh. sure? <laughs> That's you, man. Come on. Not at all. Get the I've got people that out. I talk to, you know, like I've got people I lean on and they're like, yeah, do more reels. And I look at them and I'm just like, no, pardon my French. Like I can yeah. curse on this, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, want. not a fucking chance. I'm putting words up in the, that say calorie deficit. Yeah. And like playing like funky music in the background with some shit eating grin on my face. Like I'm not doing it. I don't care how much yeah. I grow. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so hard, man, because I feel like I know for myself being authentic is, it's just not me. Like it's, that's not, that's not who I am as a person. And it's like, well, this is the only way to grow. And it's like, well, maybe I just don't want to like grow that, that much then. Like, yeah. like, is it, is it worth not being, okay with like you know is it is it if it's work like real work that i dislike is it worth it because that's uh, that's kind of how i look at it like if i have to do these shitty graphics and have a green screen in the back and be like breaking fucking news like i don't want to do that shit man like yeah you know i know and i'm so for me it's like a thing where like i know that reels are what's hitting and video content's what's hitting now in ig So now it's going to be a new learning curve for me to put out content in that format. That's not stuff that if I saw it, I would shake my head at and be like, that's ridiculous. Right. So it'll be a learning curve. I'm going to have to change my tune, but that's part of the studio is I think like I'll have the space and I'm hoping that I can provide, cause you know, from working with me, what I put out in my infographics is like this much of what I know. Right. Yeah. And if you read my captions, it goes from this much of what I know to like that much, but then there's like the screen's not big enough. You know what I mean? And video can allow for a little more context and a little like better education. Right. So like you said, if I don't grow because I'm doing IGTVs and they don't go anywhere, but that's Mm -hmm. stuff that like really educates people. And like whatever so then i go from forty-five thousand to thirty thousand over the next 12 months like whatever yeah. as long as my followers are seeing value as long as the people who are staying sync with what i'm saying and they see value from it then who who gives a shit about social worth right. and how many followers you have on ig like yeah who cares you know what i mean i think that because you well obviously you're you're successful um being able to open your shop and everything like that i think that your worth doesn't need to be so much tied to the forty-five thousand followers like you said if you have thirty thousand, but they're like your hardcore or the people that are getting value and and an actual like guidance they're gonna stay and those are the people that are gonna like you know buy your programs and, and subscribe to you anyway so who gives a shit about the fifteen thousand others that are maybe just looking or throw a like here and there it's it seems yeah. like it's you you want the the actual fans or the actual people that might um you know find that you would help them or, or purchase you know an online program or something like that rather than the people that are just kind of there to to be there yeah and it's funny because like i know of people that literally i i watched their accounts like explode overnight mm-hmm. like you'd literally it was fun because like you'd sit there and you'd play the Rolodex thing on their count on their followers and you'd watch it go up by a hundred every time you spun Insta. Yeah. And you were just like, Oh, like you're buying fake followers. It's like, what's yeah. the point of that? Like you're just what? to look good. Like, yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it, it's interesting, but I mean, that's kind of the world these days is like, there seems to be this like value to, you know, your social media following. It's like, right. you're, big deal if you have more than a thousand you know ig and then and then you don't see like you say you don't see a lot of like the um sincerity mm-hmm. in people right you only see like their best right yeah. i feel like youtube is just like and it might be the generation that's coming up now 
Um, but it's like a breeding ground for that, like big headline, you know, look at this, look at this, look at this, and then have almost nothing of substance in the actual like video itself. And they're putting these out every day and, and getting these clickbait. And it's like, fuck, I, you're, you're using some like some kind of catchy tagline and then telling me nothing. And every yeah. day you're doing the same thing, but you have a hundred thousand followers somehow. And like people are obsessed i just don't fucking get it and uh I, i'm hoping it starts to change or shift a little bit in the other direction here soon where just like being authentically yourself as a person and giving quality like content might be the better way to go but who the fuck knows you know yeah it, it, i know exactly what you mean man it's like clickbait there's definitely some clickbait out there where I just shake my head um, on on like the thumbnails, especially on yeah. on YouTube and stuff. Um, and then there's like clickbait that like, because because really a thumbnail is clickbait, is right? Cl yeah, like that's, that's whatever what it, is, right? it is. Yep. So like John Meadows, as an example, is a guy I followed a lot, and he just passed away. Like so like, because like yeah. man, the guy's like a legend, and I learned so much listening to him. But like his clickbait is like the top three tricep exercises. Right. But you open it up and you hear the top three tricep, tricep exercises. And then you got the guy like Athlean X, who's like the worst chest exercise ever is the cable fly. Yeah. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like that's an awesome exercise when it's executed yeah. properly. And you're clickbaiting the hell out of people. And now there's all these people who don't know any better who are like, yeah. Athlete Next said cable flies are bad. I'm never doing them. Yeah. You know, so I, I feel you there. That's it. Yeah. As long as it's giving substance, that's that's one thing. I, I, I'm all for it. But like you said, if it's, yeah, if, if you're saying bullshit, like if you're spewing bullshit, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't help anybody. If yeah. you're actually giving you know, the top three chest exercises and fucking great. That's, that's awesome. But I feel so many yeah. people just aren't doing that. <laughs> they're, they're, they're doing, like you said, just spreading the false information around and, and, yeah, and, and clickbait, clickbait itself has created this, like, and I see it cause I talk to a lot of my followers, but like right. clickbait has created this mindset of like, people are like, Tom, what's the best diet or like Tom, what's the best exercise? What's the best this? What's the worst that like, Oh, you, you know, you shouldn't eat carbs. You shouldn't eat after 6 PM. And these are just some of like the lamest things that you hear yeah. out there, but it's like, it's, and it, I blame clickbait because like, yeah. you know, they say like the best and it's like, well, there isn't really a best, like, like in my opinion, the deadlift is the best fat loss exercise around because of the amount of muscular recruitment and activation that takes place. But I include that in my caption, but then like, I don't know, like if you've got, like, if you're extremely intolerant to loading your spine mm -hmm. with a deadlift, then it's a horrible exercise, but clickbait doesn't provide context to anything. It no. just says it's like, it's the fast solution that everybody yeah. wants. Right. Yeah don't do deadlifts because of this. And it's like, no, 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 no. Everybody's kind of, everybody's unique, especially when it comes to eating practices and stuff. And so it's, it's almost like whatever is going to work best for you is the best fucking diet for you. That's, you know, if it works and you're losing weight and you feel good and you can exercise like that, I don't know, ideally should be probably what you're going after, but yeah, caloric being a caloric deficit. That's, that's it. Like, you know, that's, it's really the fat loss, you know, in a nutshell. Yeah. I know you could probably speak a lot more, <laughs> a lot more than myself on it, but like I've doing the intermittent fasting and I, and I started with a 16, eight. Um, and then I'll throw in like an 18, six, or I'll do just to like shake things up a bit, but it works for me. It might not work for everybody else, but for my like lifestyle, it's been perfect. And it's, uh, you know, I've lost a ton of weight on it. So it's, it's been good. And, uh, and I have like my maintenance plan and all that kind of stuff after when I hit my goals and blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, I'm also counting calories in my head. Like I know when I eat this meal and this meal, like 
this is how many calories I'm consuming. So it's not like I have completely thrown that out the window and I'm not eating trash. It's yeah. just like, here's what I can allow myself in the day. Here's my eating window to eat it. And, and that's that. Yeah. And so you hit the nail on the head with that, man. Cause like I've done content about that specifically is like, and again, it kind of, it's, it's, it's funny, right? Like we're just talking here. Like we're just talking candidly, but like it comes back to the clickbait bullshit. Like yeah. I worked with a guy and he literally just tried selling me on intermittent fasting every single hour that we work together. Right. And like, you're going to be polite to people. Like you right. don't want to tell people like, you don't want to call people out and be like, you're wrong. Yeah. Stop telling me this stuff that you're wrong. So you just kind of go along with it. Right. And you try yeah. to provide like maybe some context as to like, maybe there might be some misrepresentation of the information yeah. they've heard, but you don't want to offend the person. So anyways, like long story short, it's like, he's like, he's telling me, he's like, no, dude. He's like, it doesn't matter what you eat. It's when you eat. He's like, I can eat pizza and I can do this and I can do that. And I'm literally just kind of like, and the guy's paying me for my time. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not going to be like, you're dumb. Like you don't know what you're talking about. Cause that's yeah. rude. But like, again, he's watched all these like YouTube right. interviews that say like, um, oh, I, I don't even know the terms for them because I don't follow it, but like, you know, the hormonal effects that take place right. from intermittent fasting. And again, it then gets sold to people as like, this is the holy grail of fat loss yeah. and you just got to eat in an eight hour window and that's yeah. all you got to think about and you'll be successful. And it's like, again, it's like whoever put that video out, you son of a bitch. Yeah. You're it's misleading wrong. people, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. And I know like you do have a little more maybe leniency, but that was maybe like my first month. I didn't necessarily pay attention to what I was eating. I just wanted to get myself on that schedule and I lost 10 pounds without really worrying about it. But as I moved forward, like as my body became adapted to that cycle, like, no, I'm not eating a full fucking pizza at night and then two cheeseburgers. And like, you do need yeah. to be calorically like, conscious of what you're putting in your body <laughs> or or just conscious because also like if i just eat um you know a couple sandwiches and i'm not eating many veggies like i can feel like i feel like crap because my i have no like energy or nutrients or like you know it's i feel like that whole idea the same with well it's the same with keto Everybody thinks if they do keto, like, I'm just going to eat cheese and bacon the whole fucking time, and I'll be, and I'm just going to lose a shit ton of weight. And it's like, no, you fucking idiot. <laughs> like, yeah. That's not the way to do it. Yeah. It all comes down to tracking. It all comes down to tracking. And, it, but yeah. then, like, it also comes down to how lean do you want to get? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the leaner you want to get, the more precise you're going to have to be with yeah. your tracking, whether you're on keto, because at the end of the day, it's calories. Yeah. So whether you're on keto, intermittent fasting, paleo, or whatever, the carnivore mm -hmm. diet, or like, right. uh, whatever, like Weight Watchers, it whatever. all works sometimes, yeah. but it doesn't <laughs> yeah. work every time. And right. even with my method, mm -hmm. my method is great for the people who want to use that lifestyle method, mm -hmm. and it works for them. Right. Right. So I think part of like, for me is like, how lean do you want to get? Mm -hmm. If you want to get extremely lean, just doing, and you, you experience this, yeah. just doing intermittent fasting is probably going to lower your calories. Yeah. So you lose 10 pounds in a couple of weeks. And so you played that card. And I talked about this today in my story, you played a card and you got some results with it. That card stopped working. Right. Then you had to become more aware. Mm -hmm. Right. And then the leaner you get, the more precise you got to be with your tracking. Yeah. And then maybe you're going to add cardio or whatever, but you're going to play these right. cards along the way. And I just think it's touted as any of the fad diets are touted as this like magical solution. People do it, they get disappointed and then they give up because it's just been misrepresented to them. You know what I mean? It's, it's been represented as like easy. Right. And they give up and they just gain a bunch of that weight back like especially keto or something like that if you go from a keto diet to eating a pizza and you know two cheeseburgers every day then you're just you're just ballooning back up again it's 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 so hard 
for people, yeah, like you said, you play the one card that works for the first month. Okay, now we got to dial it in, dial it in, dial it in. And then, you know, like I'm getting to eight months in and I'm going like, okay, what can I do differently now to like up my game? What? And that's how I've been trying to think each month I've been going. And, and generally it's worked, but I've stalled out a couple times being like, okay, what do I have to change up here? What is, you know, what's the next best thing? Or do I need to do a week of maybe maintenance where I, you know, eat regularly and then jump back into an intermittent fasting for another, you know, three week span. It's all for me, it's been trial and error, but that's been and fun. that's, I mean, that's it for anybody. Like it is yeah. trial and error for anybody. Um, I had a client ask me a question the other day cause I pulled some carbs from him. Yeah. And he was like, do you pull carbs from everybody at this stage? Or like, you know, like when's my next, when, when are you pulling my next amount of carbs? And I'm like, I don't know, dude. Don't like, know, We're trying stuff. <laughs> yeah. it's a, well, it just depends yeah. on how you adapt. Like, I got a guy who's down 40 pounds. I've made one change to his diet in almost 20 weeks. He's down yeah. 40 pounds. And I've pulled 200 calories out of his diet over the course of 20 weeks. Yeah. He's lost 40 pounds. And I've got some people where I got to make five changes to their diet in the first 12 weeks to lose 20 pounds. Yeah right it just kind of depends on on like the individual and like so you're saying you're like you're just kind of doing trial and error yeah everybody doing it on their own is going to have to yeah. try it track it what yeah. happened that either worked or it didn't work yeah. and monitor that for me i've just been doing it for so long that like i've you tried it know. tracked it yeah. and then done it with a hundred clients over my career right or maybe more at this point yeah and i just i just know what decision i'm gonna make like that right yeah. yeah and that's a huge you know that's that's the the perk of having someone like yourself on your team or working with you is that you you have that experience that you don't have to go through yourself it's just, it's just like okay well here's what you're doing here's what it sounds like let's try this and see if it works and, and mm -hmm. it's not the guessing game's not there there's a lot of value to what you said where you're like well maybe i need to get to maintenance again for a little bit yeah that's actually a big part of my nutritional strategy. Mm -hmm. um, my nutritional strategy has, it's different because you and I worked together in the past and yeah. it's come a long way from back then. It was a pretty right. strict meal plan back then. Yeah. Well, now um, I introduced weekly refeeds for mm -hmm. people and because your metabolism will slow down. So when you're doing right. your IF and you're in a caloric deficit and you hit a plateau, mm -hmm it's a good idea to get back to your baseline for a little bit and then continue. And then, like you can't yeah. just keep pulling just like you can't no. keep adding weight to a squat. Right. You have to figure out, right. It's for me, I introduce almost. that high calorie day once a week, people yeah. get to eat whatever they want. They love it. It's glorious. They get to celebrate every Saturday for all mm. their hard work for the week. And, and then it re it kind of like resets the metabolism and the metabolism hasn't had calories pulled from it for long enough that right. it thinks it needs to slow down and it just keeps running optimally. Yeah. That's how I do it. That's great. Um, yeah. And you were mentioning about keto, mm -hmm. like I can manipulate my body weight by seven pounds in a day through carb loading. Yeah. So somebody like you can literally put like someone can lose 20 pounds in a couple of weeks on ketos just by 100%. depleting their glycogen levels within their body. Yeah. And yeah. they go, I lost 20 pounds. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the same thing as like when I was fighting, you know, I could drop 10 pounds in a day from, from credit carding my sweat and sitting in a sauna with a fucking sweater on and a garbage bag it's sure you can lose that weight but it's not a sustained weight loss it's an unhealthy weight loss that's gonna show up on the scale but you know you're still maybe bloated or you're still you're not gonna be getting as soon as you eat again like or drink a pedialyte you're fucking back up that seven pounds so yeah yeah and you better get it back into you or you're gonna or have you're a bad day in the ring right <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you're gonna be really tired yeah <laughs> My brother actually got hurt doing that in wrestling. He wound up in the hospital. The guy just dummied him and he wound up hurting his neck in, in wrestling. And I remember, cause my brother's quite a bit older than I, mm -hmm. I remember going to see him in the hospital and, and that was it. He was wearing garbage bags and his coach didn't obviously coach him properly to replenish. Right. 
And he went into the match and the guy just literally handed it to him and he wound up getting like pretty badly hurt enough that he was in the hospital for a couple of days. Right. Right. Man. It's, it's such a, it's, it's so crazy how far the science has come with it because I know, you know, 13, 12 years ago, whatever, when I was fighting, like it was that old mentality of, you know, garbage bags, sauna suits, like hop on a, a, a stationary bike inside or you're like working like four hours on the mat just straight training and then jumping on a scale to lose you know 10 to 13 pounds on the last day now it's like all they all have their personal trainers and nutritionists that over a four-month span like slowly take them down to when they hit that like when they hit the weigh-in they're fucking there like it's there's no yeah. There's no uh, there's no fucking around with it anymore. But yeah, if you don't have that, like I had a Pedialyte and a banana like right after I weighed in and that got the, some of the electrolytes back um, and then you wanted to have a big a big dinner or something like that beforehand. But uh, it drains you. It's fucking, it drains you hard, man. I can imagine. It's not something that I've ever done. Um, closest thing I've done to it is um, just depleting uh, a little bit drying out a little bit for a photo shoot i was gonna say i saw some of those photos you're uh you know looking pretty pretty good there bud yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah man the breakfast was the best part yeah (laughs) out of that whole like 12 weeks my coach was like okay this is what we're gonna do and then breakfast you're gonna go to denny's and you're gonna get scrambled eggs and you're gonna get pancakes and you're gonna get bacon and i was like can I put the what? freaking? Can I put the strawberry shit on my pancakes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah how loaded He's can like, these yes. pancakes and I'm like, be? You're man. The <laughs> so, so maybe talk about that a little bit. You work with a trainer yourself too. Yeah. Yeah. That- I, I, well, I work with a. He's a little bit different. I work with a nutrition coach. Okay. Um, so he he'll provide programs and stuff, but I I. I've never used his programs. He sent me one of his programs and I took things that I thought were amazing from it. Right. And applied them to the things that I already do, mm-hmm. which has really been a big part of my success. Like at anything in life is like, yeah. none of the stuff that I do is like created or invented by Tom. Yeah. It's stuff that I've learned from others. And I right. take what I think works really well. And I put my spin on it and I kind of create my own little yeah mastermind of of what is tom but none of the stuff's none of the stuff's getting invented by anybody these days right no no it's all it's all fairly i mean it's been worked on since the arnold days i guess for for a lot of that stuff right wasn't eugene sandow in like the like in like 1920 or something i don't yeah. even know i could be misrepresenting it but like it's been a long time right right but yeah so i work with a nutrition coach i work with him and this is huge is because like he has a similar um, mindset on nutrition as I do. Um, I believe in calorie cycling and that's what I do with my clients and he does carb cycling. Um, So my diet is much more complicated than that of which I do with my clients. My clients, I cycle calories by having a bunch of like what I would consider like medium caloric deficit days and then once per week they get to reward themselves with a um like a a high caloric day right Uh, my coach has me on a low day on non-training days Mm -hmm. uh, medium days on training days and then um, a high day on leg days and it's it's cool man like i literally get to eat I eat handfuls of Sour Patch Kids every single Saturday. Like you've seen the posts, you've seen. The... I haven't. Well, that's that's your after workout fucking snack, man. That's your go-to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so that's what's important. Like when you're looking for a coach, is like, what meshes with you? Like, do you know what I yeah. mean? Like, a guy that I listen to, and I don't listen to him as much anymore, just because I feel like his content has, it just no longer resonates with me. But back mm-hmm. when it did, like. You know, he used to say, like, somebody would say, like, how do you pick a good coach? And he was like, I don't know. Like, who do you fuck with? Like, who do you, yeah. who do you like? Like, who, who do you like? You got to enjoy the person. Who do you, you know, resonate with? Yeah. And, and that's who you should really go with. Cause you'll probably be more successful with them 
than somebody who's got this magic solution that you think's the holy grail, but like yeah. isn't going to work for your lifestyle. So he works with my lifestyle because mm-hmm. man, like I love my high cal- my high carb days. I love right. my candy. My favorite thing in the world is Sour Patch Kids. So when I was yeah. working with him, I was like, I can eat Sour Patch Kids every Saturday and sometimes twice a week when I'm putting on weight, muscle mass. Yeah. He's like, yes. And I'm like, where do I sign up? Like, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, and then he's, he's a top nutritionist in my opinion, in the bodybuilding space out of um, America. Like, and he, he, he takes guys to the pros. Right. Right. And so, you know, it's cool. Cause he works with me and he teaches me everything that like he does. And I've taken some of what I've learned from him and applied it. Right. But like, we're in different niches, right? So like I told him flat out, I was a coach before I started working with him. Right. And it's like, well, I'm not taking his clients Mm -hmm. because he's coaching pro bodybuilders, but pro bodybuilders aren't coming to me. Right. And I think there's a lot of scarcity in the industry and a lot of like um, competitiveness in the industry because there's people out there who think that there's like, only so many clients in the industry and that like everybody needs to compete with each other for those clients. And it's like, there's no such thing as scarcity. Like you be you and the people who resonate with you will come to you. Don't worry about anybody else and you'll be successful. But in my industry specifically, man, it is bad when it comes to like the, just like, I don't know, man, like, like the jealousy and the, um, Yep. And the scarcity mindset, right? I don't know if you've experienced that and what you do. Yeah, I I mean, music's very, very similar. Um, I tried to kind of be, it's one of the reasons I started this podcast. I just like talking to people about their stories and shit, right? And I think that a lot of music, uh, that, that sphere can be very combative when it comes to working together or like, that me versus you mentality. Whereas I kind of see it as, you know, maybe if for an award show or like something like that, yeah, you're kind of battling against one another, but if you're just writing good songs, um, and you're releasing those good songs and you're doing things right on your end, you're going to speak to the people that you speak to, like your fans are going to be your fans. And the way I kind of describe it is like, when was the last time you listened to your Spotify and you, listen to one album and that's it and you've listened to that for a straight like two months like your fans are still gonna like other music so why not work together with people that are like-minded musically and have the same set of fans for all of you like they'll come see your shows you know if i'm opening for somebody or somebody's opening for me or if i'm on a like a bill with somebody like i want to have a good relationship with those people you know, those, yeah. that's the community that I want to, that I want to build and have together. So I, I find that, and I was guilty of this, you know, seven years ago of being that like me versus everyone else mentality. And I think I've, I've just kind of changed on that. It doesn't need to be that way yeah. anymore. And it's a lot more, I don't know. It's a lot easier to just be nice to people and fucking want to have a community and, and, and want to <laughs> just create art and music. And, and that's that. I think it comes with security too, though, right? Like, so you're seven years in, like you feel pretty secure about what you do, who you resonate with and who's going to want, who's going to be attracted to what you do. Yeah. yeah. And you're secure with that. So it's like, yeah, you'll do collabs. You'll introduce other people to your network or your community because like you're comfortable enough that like, you're comfortable with you. You don't have that like insecurity, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. My, the, I guess that, that might be it. That's actually a good point to make. Yeah. Cause like for me, like I'm in a, I'm in an online fitness community of coaches and you know, I did a really good job building my following right. and things have changed since then. But like I've done a ton of interviews with coaches who have like a thousand followers or 1500 followers, <clears throat> but I don't look at it as though like, Oh, well, I have a bigger following than that person. I'm not interviewing them. What do I get from it? It's like, no, man, like, just like be nice to people and the world will be nice to you back. And like, maybe some of your followers will go to that person because what they said on your interview resonated with them. But if what they said resonated with them, they weren't going to become 
your people anyways. So right. like, who cares? You know what I mean? And there's just not that mentality. I think these days, and I guess it seems like it's in a lot of industries. Yeah. But, but it's cool. Cause my coach and I, like, we're just very transparent with each other. Yeah. Like I've sent him transformations of my clients and stuff and been like, look at this. And like, mm-hmm. you know, um, but it, it's kind of cool that like, you know, even me, I mentor people, but I have my own mentor. I, you know, I, yeah, I, I walk the talk, I guess. Right. Right. And I think that, uh, um, you know, mentoring is, is important in the fact that it's easier to have somebody that's already been successful kind of help you along the road. And also for you, I find that teaching things makes me better at them. So by you mentoring somebody else that also reinst or re resubmits those values or those, you know, maybe those methods back into your brain so that they're fresh all the time. So like, I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good to have, have that kind of that tribe of people that, yeah, you are, mentored but you also have your your mentors and it's just a, a great system that that leads to success you know people start jiving with you or they'll jive with somebody else but at the end of the day as long as you have your committed uh you know your committed crew you you're you're not going without right yeah. those are the people that you want to work with anyway and i think that applies to everything in life man like yeah um i was fortunate when i started in the industry working where I did, I started out in a management role and I had a guy mentor me to be a great trainer, to teach other trainers, to be great trainers. And that made me like, I don't want to sound like conceited, but like, or you're like, I'm, you know, I have a big head or anything. But the fact is, is I was successful faster than the ones who didn't have that. Right because I had somebody showing me the shortcuts and the guy had been a trainer for 15 years and he said, do this. And I went, okay, I'll do that. (laughs) Right? Exactly. Yeah. And it's gotten to the point where I've had, um, four, four mentors in the fitness space to teach me like the aspect of being a professional. Right. And then I've also had, you know, my nutritional coach who I would kind of consider like a nutritional mentor, but I wouldn't be sitting where I am today if it wasn't for those five people that I said, Hey, I don't know everything. Teach me what you know. You know what I mean? And I think that's a huge thing too, is like, sometimes people think like, I don't know if it's, if it's like ego or if it's like, um, you know, some people just don't like they feel like they're not smart if if someone else knows more but it's like no man put that aside and listen listen to the people who have or have achieved what you want and you'll achieve it you know what i mean fitness business like there's relationship coaches out there like you name it like i think coaches are priceless yeah they're 10 times worth their cost in any aspect of life in my opinion yeah i uh I have to agree. You know, it's, it's so much, I think people have a hard time or don't want to like invest in that type of thing. But you think about it, you know, college or university, all that stuff. So normalized to spend 40 grand, 50 grand or a hundred grand, whatever, go in debt and, and have like a piece of paper when you could, you know, spend less to on a specialized mentorship or something like that and actually be doing the thing you want to do and be learning from somebody that's successful with that. Yeah. It's it's uh, not an I, easy thing to do though, right? Like it's No. No. It's a hard it's a hard decision I think like mm-hmm. you were there I think when I hired my first mentor so you know yeah. what investment that was. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that was a scary thing. But like it literally was the best thing that ever happened in my life too. Right. But it was the scariest thing I ever did. And that's something that people can learn from too is like if you're scared, that's probably good. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> if, it worry, if it worries you, then what's that right? like Warren, Warren Buffett thing when everybody is afraid, that's when you start investing or what I think it was talking about stocks, but like when everybody's running away, that's the one you should be going into. <laughs> you should be going yeah. into. Well, it's funny. I listened to a podcast the other day and he said, anxiety actually creates focus. Don't I know it? <laughs> yeah it's the same signal to get focused and if you think about it like if you're scared and you get anxious like Mm -hmm. 
I don't know, like, like, let's put it in a sense of like, there's physical threat in your, in right. your present. You're that scares you. You've been in fights, right? Yeah. You walk. If you tell me that you walk into the cage or the ring when you mm-hmm. were fighting and you were just like, no worries in the world with no you're anxiety. Fucking, I'm going to say you're full of shit. <laughs> you're a fucking liar. Yeah. Yeah. But that anxiety brought focus, man. Cause you were like, I better fucking pay attention here. I'm going to have a bad time. Right. Yes. So, yeah. So anxiety it's, and fear isn't a bad thing. I think people should embrace it. I I, have, I agree with you. And I think not enough people have that or have that correct mindset. I mean, victim victim mentality is uh, very, it's, it's kind of pisses me off uh, nowadays. But I, I don't think people have been trained to take on or maybe f- battle against their what's going wrong or what's being presented to them like i don't know i I feel like a lot of my success is is because i i had to really dig down and like fight and figure out what i needed to do to get better and face the adversity and so many people have a, a much easier time going like well because of this like because of society or because of media like i'm a victim and it's like no 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 fucking cut that shit off like if you're the only one that can change you in your situation. So you have to fucking do that yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thousand percent, man. And like, it's not bragging by any means, but like I had all the excuses in the world to, you know, I came from a background like where my dad wasn't present. Right. My mom had addiction issues um you know and like i could go down a rabbit hole of like poor me's of what i came up in man i spent a lot of time in my life being like really pissed off about all that shit yeah it wasn't until like almost i was almost 30 till i would just let it go i let it all go but i was like and kind of took the mindset of like what you're saying is like yeah i can keep saying like this i'm never gonna do this because that or I can just fucking let all that shit go and literally just like focus on what I can do. And like, life's never been better. Right. But you got to want it bad enough. Right. Like you just got to want it. You just got to be like, do I want to be an excuse maker? Yeah. And am I okay with not being satisfied, but using excuses or do I say like, fuck the excuses, you know, barriers are reasons yeah. to create solutions not excuses and if you take that mentality man you can accomplish anything in life 100%. fitness business relationship like i don't care what it is you can accomplish it all yeah. and i actually wear a reminder on that yeah every single day and it's it's just a serenity prayer mm-hmm. and it's just really about like what do i have control over yeah do something about it what don't i have control over let it go and just right. be smart enough to know the difference and you'll be you'll be fine yeah yeah that, and i think that's a big a, a big takeaway too is like what can you immediately control and that's what you should be focusing on you know if, if it's something that's completely over your head it's just gonna cause you know negative weight on your whole fucking being that that doesn't help so focus on what you can actually control and attain and just work your fucking ass off at that and it also a lot of the time takes a big look in the mirror like, what am I doing wrong? What am I making excuses for? What can I subtract or take away from out of my life that is causing a lot of these issues? And I think a lot of people have a very hard time doing that. You know, it's scary, but yeah, you have to. Like, if you want growth, you got to <laughs> you gotta go through some struggle first. Yeah, and you got to remove things. You removed things in your life, you, you know, yeah. recently. Mm-hmm. I've removed things in my life. Like, yeah, man, I've made, I've made some big decisions to remove, like, some people in my life who they would say people would say are like extremely important people. Like, right. You know, I I haven't talked to my parents in 15 years because what they brought to my life was toxic. Yeah. Right. So it's like, and that's another thing too, is you just got to be like, if there's people around you that are bringing shit down, like you got to be able to just be like, fire them off. Right. Yeah. Block, delete, whatever the case is, you don't exist moving on kind of thing. Right. Yeah, I do the unfollow game, man. If I'm going through my timeline and I see something that's like, it's just negative. Like anybody that airs their shit out a lot of the time on my social media feed, I'm just like unfollow, like unfollow. I don't just don't need that. 
<laughs> yeah. I don't need to look at you like you and your boyfriend breaking up and getting back together for the sixth, yeah. time, sixth time this month. <laughs> yeah, I don't need that in my life. Yeah, I know. I try and keep a positive, positive mindset on social media as hard as it is. That's for sure. Yeah, there's a lot of negativity on it. And I do the same thing, man. But like, honestly, like the slightest, and I, with a big social media following, I used to get kind of like, there'd be times where like people would say something yeah. and I used to take it. Man. Like I used to like, they'd throw the worm out and they'd yeah, like make this comment you... and I'd be like, rah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now I'm literally just like, okay. thanks for following the page with smiley yeah. face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, I mean, you, why are you here then? Just go away. <laughs> people like to troll, man. Or people like on people that aren't successful or our haters are, are people that are like, they just hurt people themselves. Like they don't have, they're mad at other people's success. I, f I feel like that's a really, massive that's why people do those things is like because they're not happy with what's going on and that's their like way to release it and it's like man just why don't you put that energy into something fucking healthy like do something else yeah. do something better be a better person <laughs> don't yeah, be that guy my business mentor because i have a business mentor currently right and he's um he's religious mm -hmm. i think he's catholic yeah. but he says that like there's jealousy and there's envy yeah and he's like jealousy is not necessarily a bad thing because like if you're jealous of somebody like sometimes that yeah. will as long as it's not like toxic jealousy but like right. if you're jealous of somebody to the point where it like motivates you mm -hmm. to get after it and go try to achieve what they have yeah then that's awesome he's like but then there's envy and envy is like that person's like so toxic with your success or anything that you've achieved that they just want to bring you down and they don't want you to have that they right. don't want to put in the work to get it themselves no. but they don't want you to have your moment either he calls it like he says it's envy right yeah yeah it's uh, uh like rage porn that's what i like to call it people that like follow the people that are they're successful but they hate them because they're successful and they just keep on refreshing and keep looking at the things that they're doing and like being like ah oh, fuck this guy they don't know shit it's, yeah, yeah it, it's 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 so toxic. It's it'll just fucking burn you out. You you just got to get rid of that. Just let it go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I kind of find it comical because like, mm -hmm. I've got some people out there that have been like that. Right. And it's like I find it comical because it's just like, block, delete, and like I just move on. And then like I'll hear from other people that like they're still on their shit. And yeah. They're still raging out about shit like every other week and stuff. And I'm just like. Fuck, my oh. life's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like if they want to spend that time. Yeah, yeah, your toxicity eats you up, right? That's how I feel about those people too, right? right. And that's kind of why I give them the whole like, thanks for following the page with a smiley face, because it's like, yeah. here's another little poke for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not making me look bad, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm poking you in the politest way possible, and you can go yeah. off some more and. You can let that stuff eat you up, but I'm having a good day is kind of how I like to look at it. I think in your industry as well, there's a lot of uh, egos and a lot of like alpha male style, you know, rage that kind of goes into it or people thinking like their method's the best, which can be a nightmare as well <laughs> on that front of like competitiveness or competing with, with other trainers because they're like, that guy fucking sucks. I'm the, my, my way's the right way. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, fuck yeah. man, just, just, chill out just chill out like fuck and we talked about that earlier too it's like yeah. yeah your way is the right way for the people who like that way and i did a post about this recently too it's like it, it's actually it's actually disappointing because it confuses the shit out of people right because like there's all these like feuding personalities in the industry mm -hmm. and they're all saying like hypothetically i'm putting out content that's helping people and then somebody's like fuck that guy that's not <laughs> yeah. right you need to do this and then the yeah. person who listened to what i said which is something that may actually help them now hears this person say that my shit is bullshit you know and i'm just using me like right. figuratively and yeah. then they go oh well, i'm not going to do that because so and so said it's bullshit and then a week later this other guy's on youtube saying that whatever that second guy said is bullshit so then they're like yeah. well i can't do that right and i think that's a big reason why like people like the biggest thing that i hear from people is that they're like confused like they literally don't know what to do because yeah 
everybody's telling the other guy that he's an idiot and doesn't know what he's talking about because he wants to sound smarter than the other guy. And all he's saying is like, these are the methods that he believes in. And these are the methods that he finds success with. Yeah. If that resonates with you, use it and it'll help you. But like, again, there's so much like ego and alpha male in it where they're like, well, that's different than what I say. Yeah. That well, my means, way is the only way. <laughs> yeah. That means he must be saying I'm wrong. No, he's not. Yeah. Like, he, you know what I mean? Like, what's yeah. better? What's better? A stick shift or an automatic car? Yeah. I don't know, they... It's, they both drive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever one you enjoy the most. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, give uh, give everybody your social medias, all that stuff where they can follow you. Um, and I think we'll end the podcast there. But that was it was great catching up with you, man, and great having a chat about all that stuff. I think that was uh, some great content people enjoy and and uh, gravitate to. Yeah. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, it's kind of random. It was really just us like shooting the shit as a couple of buddies. So that's all. That's, all um, that's, that's, that's yeah. what this podcast is. But we get we still get things that are useful to people. So nice. Good. Um. Yeah. So I'm. Tom the Trainer Fitness on Instagram, and uh, I'm Tom Trainer on Facebook. Awesome. Yeah. And the and new then, um, location in Peterborough for the gym, I believe, is downtown Water Street somewhere. Yeah. So my my gym location is uh, downtown on Water Street. Anybody local who's looking for like help, um, really, the best thing to do is just to reach out, um, send me a message. <clears throat> I have a bit of a process that I go through with people to make a hundred percent sure about like the methods that I use, I think will help that individual, which is a lot of it. What we talked about on the, on the show tonight. Right. So I have a bit of a process. And if I think that I can help people based upon my systems and my methods, and I think that there'd be a good fit for them, then we just kind of like take things to the next step and, and, you know, either come into the studio or look at like my online solutions. Cause I'm coaching people all over the world these days too, right? Right, right. Awesome, man. Well, I know that uh, you've helped me in the past. I think you're an awesome trainer. And uh, yeah, I wish you all the success with the new gym and everything. Hopefully we'll yeah, be- Yeah, thanks, brother. I'll be coming Can't wait for, to a have lift you soon. for a lift. Yeah, perfect, buddy. All right. Well, we'll talk to you later, man. Have a good night. Sounds good. Bye. All right, that's it. That's the podcast. I appreciate you listening today. If you could please do me one more favor- Go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and write me a review or subscribe to the podcast there. It is so much appreciated and it helps me out tremendously. You can also check out all of my socials at Ty Wilson Music. That's Insta, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you'd like. Thank you so much for listening. This has been another episode of Ty Wilson Talks.